Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed Knight, and Andrew isn't joining me today. Uh, we've had a bit of a mix-up with his flights, I believe, which uh, we were meant to be recording today. This was our first recording session back for the year, uh, and there's been a bit of a mess around, but we're not in the same city, and so what I thought I'd do uh, just for today is record a little solo episode, and then Andrew and I will be back tomorrow uh, recording a whole heap of content every single day uh, for the rest of the year again. Um, so I hope you had a great break and it's great to have you back. Now what I want to talk about today is I've just had an article published in Stuff which I wrote uh, and I think it's a really important topic that is going to be of interest both to property investors because uh, there are some learnings there but mainly for first home buyers uh, and the title of this article is uh, Think You Can't Afford a House You May Be Wrong and what this comes down to the heart of is is reading data and actually not, not listening to all of the hype that we often hear in the media and instead looking Looking at data and making your own assumptions. So, this article is based off uh, some some stats that I read from the Ministry of Housing and Urban Development, which were actually released as part of the Kiwi Build reset back in September. So, as part of the Kiwi Build reset, uh, the Ministry of Housing and Urban Development had to outline all of these different metrics around first home buyers' uh, demand around the country uh, and and had to justify all of the changes they wanted to make as part of that. Now, the, the good thing about listening to this show or, or knowing slightly nerdy people like myself and Andrew is we actually go and read these reports and can, can tell you what actually, um, what the important points are. And the most important point which I found was 29.21% of renting households, people who rent, can actually afford the mortgage to purchase their own home. 29.21% of households. So, you know, r- roughly about 30%. And I found this really interesting because that was much higher than, than I'd anticipate it to be. Because about uh, 5% of renters, I read some other stats, 5% of renters end up buying uh, a property each, each year. 5% of renters actually go out and purchase property. Uh, but actually 29.21% of people could actually do that tomorrow if they wanted to because they're actually able to afford that mortgage. Now, there are some caveats and limitations to this data which I'll, I'll uh, discuss because anybody who's listened to the show for a while knows that I love to talk about data and then also talk about uh, what's what's wrong with that data or what some limitations of that, that are. But what I first want to talk about is that there are differences around the country. So for instance, uh, in Greater Wellington, the data says about 43-44% of renting households would be able to go out and purchase or afford the mortgage for their first home, whereas if the, the region that has the lowest proportion of renters who could go and do this is Wanganui uh, at 14.7%, followed by the far north with 17% of, of renting households. So less than half the people in Wanganui are able to, to afford it uh, relative to, to, to Greater Wellington. And it's interesting to start thinking about, well, why why are there these regional differences? Why is it that in Wellington, 44% of renters can afford to go buy and afford the mortgage for their first home, but, uh, but people in Wanganui can't? And it actually comes down to just, if you think about the incomes that are earned in those those, those two regions, uh, Wellington is is a very high income region. Uh, you've got government down there, which means that there's a lot of consultants. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of people on pretty high incomes, we see. And so they actually, they've got the income to be able to service the mortgage that they take out. Sometimes the limitation for them is actually that they don't have enough deposit. And I'll get into that in a moment. Whereas Wanganui in the far north are relatively low income areas. And so renters, if you're on the the, the, the benefit of getting government support, you may not actually be able to have the income to be able to afford that mortgage. But 
going beyond just the financial means as well, um, why is it that 40, 44% of people in, in Greater Wellington might not, uh, who, who rent who could afford their, their house, uh, some of those people may not actually want to buy their own home. So, for instance, if you're a consultant who's renting in Wellington for a year and then you plan to go back to Australia or to, to Auckland uh, or wherever you actually live, you may only be in Wellington uh, servicing the government uh, for a short period. And so you may be, be within that, that proportion of people who could afford to go and buy a house in Wellington, but you've chosen not to because it's not actually your home. So there are some other non-financial factors at play, uh, or I believe there are some non-financial factors at play within this data um, because if you compare it to Auckland 30.5% of renters are able to uh, go and afford the mortgage for their first home uh, and so so there's about a 13%, 13 percentage point difference between those two which seems really large so we, we the Whenever you're looking at data, there's usually um, financial reasons why something might be the case, but there's also often some non-financial reasons. So just look out for those as well. Now, there there are some caveats that I want to want to go into before I, before I talk about my next point. Um, the the important thing to recognise with with this data, you know, when saying 29.21 percent of 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 renters could actually afford their first home, uh, is that this this actually assumes within this data that. Uh, Renters ha- already have the fifteen percent deposit, so this is calculated on on an eighty five percent mortgage. And now, first time listeners may think, "Well, is that realistic?" Given that I thought that I needed a twenty percent deposit in order to purchase my first home. Now, we talk about the LVRs often, or the loan to value ratio restrictions often throughout the show. So I won't go fully into them. But what I will say is that no, you don't always need a 20% deposit. And in fact, uh, if you if if you look at the data, about 30% of first home buyers in 2018, 30% didn't actually use a 20% deposit. They used less than a 20% deposit. So about one in three first home buyers are actually going out there and buying their first home without a 20% deposit. And under the uh, under the KiwiBuild reset that came out in September last year, new regulations were introduced, so you can actually borrow. Uh, you can borrow a mortgage and only need a, a at the minimum a five percent deposit. Now, not everybody is actually going out and getting five percent deposit mortgages, but that is actually uh, under the current government policy. It's actually achievable and doable, and the banks are allowed to do it. Um, now, the the next thing I want to uh, discuss as well is something else I've read, which I've also written about in this article, which is that Ipsos, a, a polling firm, went out and they surveyed 600 New Zealanders around the country, and 62% of New Zealanders came out and said they didn't think that they, or they didn't feel they could afford a home in their local area. Now, I found this really interesting because when I look at the Ministry of Housing and Urban Development data, 72% of people, 72% of New Zealanders either already own their own home or could are renting and could afford their own home. So this is bizarre because 62% of people think they, they're not able to do it, but yet 72% of people either, either already have or can. And I think what this really speaks to is that there is a perception gap around housing in New Zealand. Uh, and, and we've talked about that frequently on the show as well, that there is, uh, there is a difference between what you... What 
Kiwis perceive to be true and what the actual reality of the situation is. And I'm just reading through the stuff comment section and um, I didn't get nearly as beaten up by uh, the commenters as I expected to in this article um, because whenever I publish anything for stuff or write an article for them, I always get beaten up in the comment section. Um, and and what, what's quite pleasing is people saying, oh, well, maybe I should take a look at this or actually this is finally there is some good news story around around property because obviously the, the headline grabbers are the ones that, that say that millennials will never be able to purchase their, their own home. So I think that that's um, a really good news story too. Now, if you want to read this article, I'm going to put it in the uh, in the show notes for this show. Uh, it's definitely worth a, a read, particularly around looking at, well, how many people can afford or how many renters can afford to purchase their, their first home in my local area, because it's broken down by, by each region. So definitely something uh, worth looking into. And of course, we're going to be back again tomorrow. Uh, Andrew's going to be joining me and we've got a whole range of topics uh, that we're going to discuss and we've got some big plans for this year, including some what I would consider to be celebrity guests because they've got really big names in the in the property and economic industry. Um, so stay tuned for that. Now, of course, please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more and more people. And hey, if you want to learn more about property with Andrew and I, then why not check out some of the content we've got on our website? I've just released over the holiday. I was very diligent and was was writing right, writing, uh, right throughout the, the Christmas break. I wrote an epic guide to mortgages. So we've talked about the epic guide to property investment. We've got on our website. Uh, this epic guide to mortgages, it breaks down in nine and a half thousand words uh, exactly how to get a mortgage, uh, how to pay it down, some things to look out for, uh, especially for first home buyers. So I'll link that in the show notes for this episode as well. Definitely worth checking out. But until next time. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ian McKnight, and we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.